Welcome to the Say It Out Loud podcast. I'm your host, Vasavi Kumar. If you're eager to gain clarity, speak with unwavering confidence, and liberate those inner voices, you're in the perfect spot. My mission here is to empower you to break free, find fulfillment, and ignite your passion. You ready? It's time to say it out loud. I've put together a guide of my top 10 tested and proven to work practical strategies and habits to help bright women like you say no, set your boundaries right, live confidently, and build healthy relationships, starting with the relationship you have with yourself. This is a self-paced guide, and I can't wait for you to dig into it so you can start becoming your most confident self because she's in there waiting for you. Head to the link in my show notes or go to vasavikumar.com forward slash guide and grab it today. This is what really helps me whenever I feel nervous, like getting on stage. Um, so I can still feel nervous sometimes doing that is that I have to remember that it's not about me. It's about the people I'm here to help. Right. So if I'm going on stage or I'm being visible in some way, I'm not doing it because I'm like, Hey, everyone, look at me, look at how great I'm at. I'm doing it because I have a story, a message, an idea, a product or service. And I want to get that in front of people because I want to help them and I want to change their lives. And so whether I looked cool or not has nothing to do with it. And so that just helps me take the pressure off. I just ask myself, you know, did I show up, you know, fully present? Did I give generously? Did I add value? And if the answer is yes, but I did a great job. And so for people feeling scared, these are some lessons or reminders they can tell themselves. Hello to my brilliant Being Human with Vasavi community. I'm your host, Vasavi Kumar, licensed therapist, confidence mindset expert, business strategist, and a first-generation Indian immigrant woman on a relentless mission to bring you simple and tangible actions and advice to help you step up your life and business. Get ready for unfiltered and unscripted conversations with some of the brightest and realest people I know in mental and emotional health, marketing, and business to help you get out of your head and get moving. I am super excited to share a few ways that you can work with me. You can learn more more about those at vasavikumar.com or on my Instagram page at my name is Vasavi. The first way to work with me is directly in a one-on-one VIP capacity. This is a very high-level, high-touch, personalized opportunity to dig deep with me by your side to excavate your limiting beliefs and work through whatever is stopping you from being, doing, and having anything you want. And you'll be taking a lot of action. The second way to learn from me and be surrounded by people who are committed to becoming the person they were born to be is through my membership community. Mind your own business. To join the community, head on over to VasaviKumar.com. And now it's time for another episode of the Being Human with Vasavi podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the Being Human with Vasavi podcast. Um, I've really been thinking a lot about how us as human beings, we have both such a deep desire and fear of being seen. And uh, I can't think of anyone more perfect to talk about and more more qualified and more equipped to talk about this than my good friend, Selena Sue, who's on the podcast today. Um, Selena Sue is a publicity and marketing strategist for visionary entrepreneurs, experts, and authors who want to reach millions with their message. Um, she has a really good way and you're, and you're going to get into this in the, in the, in the interview between us, but it's like, she has, she has such a good way of really uh, helping you shift your mindset around publicity, right? Like if, if the word 
you know, publicity or even the thought of, you know, putting yourself out there gives you a little bit of the heebie-jeebies. What she's excellent as at doing is is really helping you shift that that perspective on um, on publicity. So, you know, she's helped clients and students get featured in places like the Oprah Magazine, Forbes, uh, Inc., and you know, land land interviews on major podcasts and national television um, segments. And many of our clients have become industry leaders with six and seven figure businesses, raving fan bases and hundreds of thousands of followers. Her signature approach comes down to building powerful and long lasting relationships with influencers and the media in a thoughtful, authentic way. I love that in a thoughtful and authentic way. She's a former New Yorker whoop, whoop, and she now lives by the beach in beautiful Puerto Rico. I cannot wait for you to listen to our conversation. I also really want you to know that um, she shares a very personal story um, right at the beginning of our, of our conversation that I think uh, if you have ever been in an emotionally abusive relationship um, that I, I, I definitely think um, this episode is 100% for you. And even if you haven't been, um, I, she gives some really good um, advice on how to support someone who may be going through that. Um, and it's beautiful because she helps, you know, she helps business owners and entrepreneurs really uh, become more visible. And she, she definitely walks her talk and she's going to be doing that right here on the interview um, in, in the interview here on the being human with Vasavi podcast. So thank you once again uh, for being a loyal listener. And if you haven't already, go ahead and subscribe. And once you do that, lean back and let's get into today's episode with me and my friend, Selena Sue. Welcome back to another episode of the Being Human with Vasavi podcast. I'm so grateful to be here today with all of you. And I'm even more grateful that uh, I have my friend and publicity and marketing strategist, Selena Sue, here on the podcast today. Um, what she does for her clients and for the people in her circle is absolutely um it's just it's it's so needed right now, especially in the world that we're living in, really helping people get their message out in a thoughtful and in an impactful way. And she's the best person to do it. She's the best person to help you learn how to really harness your story and your message and get that out into the world because you never know who needs to who needs to hear what it is that you have to share. So, Selena, I want to say thank you so much for being here today. Aw, thank you, Vasavi. I'm so thrilled to be on the show. Well, so you help people get their message out there. And I think um, where I want to begin our conversation today is is something that you recently did that was very personal to you. You actually shared uh, something something very close to you, to the world. And um, I'd love if you'd let my audience know really kind of, you know, what that was. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so this happened when I was, um, you know, five years into my business. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I was celebrating the fact that, you know, I had a successful, you know, seven figure business, helping people get their messages out into the world, um, you know, through publicity. And it was around that time where I met someone um, who, you know, really pursued me very strongly. And I was super flattered. This person had all these over the top dramatic gestures, was whining and dining me and taking me to these on these amazing trips and holidays. And I remember just feeling like this is a person I've been waiting for my whole life. Um, but that person ended up getting involved in my business. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and, you know, started off kind of appearing to be my biggest fan to someone that was looking to control my business, make me fearful of the people inside my company, as well as, um, you know, my friends and colleagues who he saw as um, competitors or threats and so forth. And so he started to, um, you know, there are steps that he took to kind of isolate me um, and control me. And it was a very confusing, complicated relationship that was emotionally abusive. There was never um, physical abuse, but mm-hmm. um, at various times, I get reached a point where I really felt like I was in physical danger. And so I left the relationship. Um, well, interestingly, I was in the relationship. I left. Um, and then I went back to the relationship. And I think it's important to share that because I think, um, people feel so ashamed about being in a relationship like that and, and definitely feel ashamed going back. But I think with, um, some of these abusive people, you know, they're so, they're so skilled at manipulating you and, you know, swearing that they're going to change. It's never going to happen again. This isn't the meal, the real me and so forth. Um, but anyways, I finally broke free of that situation a year and a half in, Um, And then after that, I continued to get harassed. At one point, I was being contacted via text message on over 33 different phone numbers. I would block him, and then he would start messaging me again. And, um, you know, I wanted to share my story for a while um, because it was something that I didn't really see coming. Yes, there were red flags, but I, you know, I was in love with this person. And when you're emotionally attached, you make excuses for people. Um, But I was also in a place for a long time where I physically, I felt unsafe to share my story. Uh, But I'm on the other side of it now. And I just, you know, I'm sharing my story about how I got into this emotionally abusive situation as a smart and successful woman, because I think sometimes we think it has to do with intelligence and it has nothing to do with that. Um, I think the more that we normalize and destigmatize abuse and people will stop feeling shame. And when we stop feeling shame, then we're going to start sharing our stories and getting help and realizing um, that, you know, it's not just about blaming ourselves. Um, you know, that, that these are difficult situations that any person could call, fall prey to. Let's take a quick break. Having been in therapy since the age of 12, I know firsthand just how powerful the process of finding the right therapist is. Going to therapy and talking things out with my therapist has made me happier, clearer, and most importantly, I have a plan for my mental health. I have tools to be able to communicate with others and also the tools to cope when life gets hard, which it does. So let me ask you a question. Is something interfering with your happiness or preventing you from achieving your goals? Regardless if you have a clinical mental health issue like depression or anxiety, or if you're just a human who lives in this world who is going through a hard time, Therapy can give you tools to approach your life in a very different way. And that's why I'm excited to tell you about today's sponsor, BetterHelp. BetterHelp's mission is to make therapy more affordable and more accessible. And this is an important mission because finding a therapist can be really hard, especially when you're limited to the options in your area. BetterHelp is a platform that makes finding a therapist easier because it's online, it's remote, and by filling out a few questions, BetterHelp can match you to a professional therapist in as little as a few days. It's easy to sign up and get matched with the therapist. There's a link in my description. It's betterhelp.com forward slash Vasavi. That's betterhelp.com forward slash Vasavi. Clicking that link helps support this podcast, but it also gets you 10% off your first month of BetterHelp so you can connect with the therapist and see if it helps you. And because finding a therapist is a little like dating, if you don't really fit with that therapist, which is a common thing with therapy, you can easily switch to a new therapist at no additional cost without stress 
stressing out about insurance, who's in your network, or anything like that. I don't know where I would be without the help of therapy and my therapist, but I do know that life would feel that much harder. So if you're struggling, consider online therapy with BetterHelp. Click the link in the description or visit betterhelp.com forward slash Vasavi. Thank you again, BetterHelp, for supporting this podcast. So first I want to say I 100% can relate. You already know this. We've talked about this. And I think a lot a lot of women definitely, I mean, I, I can tell you the the number one thing that I was the most embarrassed of was that like here I was. It's like Ivy League educated, you know, master's in social work. You would think that I would know how to get out of a relationship. And it, that's not what embarrassed me. It was that I kept going back no matter what I kept making Yes. So what I, so yes, thank you so much for sharing this, but, and I, I really want my audience to hear this because we're going to tie this into really how you help other people with this. And so what I want to say is that not many people would want to even share the story because of that shame. And so what made you decide what was like, what did you have to overcome mentally and emotionally? Obviously you had to go through your own healing process before you were ready to share this publicly, but um, what made you decide to share this? Like, wh- what was that inside of you? What was that voice inside of you that was like, Selena, I, you know, I think it's time for you to share this yeah. story. Yeah. I mean, because I did, you know, vacillate from time to time. I knew that my story could help other women um, because oftentimes, you know, we don't recognize the signs of abuse. We think that we are being, um, you know, loved up versus like, these are signs of, you know, manipulation, right? Love bombing and things like that. Um, but then there were times where I'm like, okay, well, I don't feel safe right now. So I need to secure my safety. Mm. First. And I worked with, you know, lawyers and things like that to put me in a position where I felt like, okay, I feel safe. And then eventually feeling ready to share my story. Um, the other thing that's really challenging is like with these, you know, um, abusive people. And I've talked to, you know, friends and colleagues that oftentimes they just seem to follow the same pattern. Like they seem completely unhinged, like no moral compass, um, mm. even litigious. Like they want to, you know, mm-hmm. um, fight things out or like the courthouse is their playground type thing. And I think for all of us, you know, we just want, I mean, you Love. know, and quiet and we, we don't want drama in our lives. And so, you know, I remember thinking, well, if I open share this story, what is it going to open up? And it's also really difficult when someone is a romantic partner, you know, and you've been with them for an extended period of time, you share everything. I mean, most of us do like our fears, our insecurities, our secrets, you know, whatever it is, business and personal, and knowing that this person could use everything that you've shared against you or make things up, right? Try to humiliate you with a lie or a secret. Um, and that there's really no boundaries. I, before I decided to release the story, I had to make a master list of mm. like every single thing that he could do to hurt me or harm me. Um, and it was, you know, it was really scary to make that list. Um, and I looked at the list and I thought about, okay, if he does that, you know, how am I going to handle it? And it just, it did reach a point where it was more important for me to share my story than not. You know, I, I am kind of like an I like to think that I'm like pretty drama free. Um, and it's interesting because I did speak to someone in my, in my world who had a different opinion, you know, some people 
you know, I guess it's kind of like the spiritual bypassing thing, right? But kind of feeling like the fact that I'm choosing to share my story is a way that I'm creating drama and perpetuating drama. And, you know, if I stay silent, well, then nothing's going to happen and that I can have my, my peace of it. And I had to sit with that because on a, on one level, I understand what the person's saying. Yeah. When you say nothing, nothing happens, but also, um, when you say something, nothing, there's also something that happens inside of you. You know, I think when you're in these abusive situations, the way that these people get control over you is by scaring you and frightening you into silence and into shutting down and not letting people know what you're going in, you know, through and sharing your story. Um, and I felt that by sharing my story, not only would I break free and liberate myself, but I would also liberate other women who are in these situations. And so I just reached a point where I didn't want to keep this as a secret for my whole life. Um, I wanted to share it and move on, um, you know, and deal with whatever, you know, may come, which fortunately nothing has happened yet. So I'm grateful, but I was willing to, you know, deal with the consequences that came with that. So what's been the response um, since yeah. you shared your article. Yeah. And, and also everyone listening, I'm going to, I'm going to post, um, in the show notes, you'll, um, yeah, we will link the article. Yeah. In the show notes. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, the response has been amazing. You know, a lot of women reached out to me and just shared how much my story had helped them. Um, some of them have been in these situations and they felt like, you know, because there weren't physical bruises and no physical abuse, it wasn't real abuse you know, and that's part of the problem, right? That emotional and verbal abuse is formalized as, oh, someone's just having a bad day or, you know, someone's just, you know, like rough around the edges, but these things, these words, right, can be weapons and they're very damaging. Um, One person even shared with me that me sharing my story saved her life. Um, She was in a, you know, not a safe situation and decided to get out of it, right? That my article was a catalyst. Um, And so, yeah, I mean, that was so rewarding to hear from hundreds of people. And also I think very few people would suspect that anything like this was happening to me, mm-hmm. especially because, you know, I'm someone who is very successful. I don't need a man to provide for me financially. And I knew a lot of people, you know, being in publicity, you know, I was someone who is very connected. Um, but yet there was a part of my life that I was, you know, shutting out from people. Mm-hmm. Um, and also I was very successful and still am very successful, you know, even as the abuse was going on. So I think it's, it's helpful for people to know that this could happen to anyone um, and that we need to have like empathy and compassion and also be able to support our friends better. One of the things that I was really proud about in my piece is that um, I talked through like the, the thought process at each of the moments, like when he said, you know, this hurtful thing to me, what did I feel and what did I think? And what got me to finally leave the relationship? What got me to return to the relationship? And what got me to leave the very, very final time? Um, Because a lot of people wonder, like, well, why didn't she just leave? And they don't understand how complicated it is. And, you know, um, FK Twigs just talked about this recently when she was being interviewed by Gail King and Gail asked that question and she responded by saying, you know, I know that you're coming from a good place, but I'm just taking a stance. I'm not responding to that question because, you know, basically that it's implying that the woman's at fault when really the question should be, why is that man continuing to, you know, trap that woman, right? Yeah. Abuse and the fact that it was so bad is why it's so hard to leave because oftentimes people, these people will 
threaten you, harass you, frighten you from leaving by, you know, whether it's they're going to humiliate you or, you know, maybe there is a financial consequence or so forth. So the fact that women stay is because it is so difficult to get out of these situations. We really need to, as a society, be thinking about, you know, how do we stop men um, from trapping women and, and why do we continue to excuse? And it could be a woman too, you know, it could go either way, but why do we keep excusing this behavior? You know, oh my God, I, I mean, as, as I'm listening to you, I can't help but think about my own relationship, right? Like I'm everything you're saying, like, what did I feel when he said this? And I just, and just the silencing, um, it got to the point where I was so isolated from my own family and friends. And by the way, I also had a cocaine problem at that time. So I was not only psychologically dependent on him, I was also chemically hooked on a drug, right? So it's like, yeah, so it was very hard for me to leave because it's like, if I left him, then I was worried I was just going to just use drugs all the time. Then if I stopped using, but, and, and so that's why I got sober. I got sober so I could open up my eyes and really see what was going on. But you're so right about the isolation. And from a, from a business perspective, you being in publicity, right. And you helping um, entrepreneurs, you know, overcome their fears of visibility, which I want to get into in a second. Yeah. Was there a part of you that was like, is this going to be bad for business, especially right before a launch, right? Like, because you're in the middle of launching your mastermind right now, your your long publicity mastermind, you know, was there a part of you that's like, is this bad timing? You know what I mean? Like, did you go through all that? Yeah, so... I knew I didn't want to release my story last year in 2020 because that was when I finally got, um, you know, I I felt safe. But I was also like, this has already been a hell of a year. I don't really want to. This is not the time. And, you know, February is the month of relationships and love and people are celebrating all their, you know, their happy, um, their happy romances and partnerships. But the reality is a lot of people are, you know, struggling and in pain because they're in abusive situations. So I knew for me, you know, February was a time when I wanted to share this story. And it was shortly after, you know, um, when I left the situation in late January. Right. So, um, kind of like the two year anniversary of like finally leaving. Um, but I did, I, I was concerned. Um, I just, I didn't know how people would respond. I mean, I did like to think that a lot of people would be supportive, but you never know what mm-hmm. other people might say. Um, and also I just thought like, am I going to seem like this drama queen? Um, because, you know, I did get feedback, I mean, from a couple of guys who were, I mean, one main person who was basically saying I was creating drama by choosing to write my story in this way. Um, and I'm rolling my eyes real hard as you're saying that right now, just like the fact that someone would even say that to you, that you're creating drama. So it's, you know, I just have to say this. It's like, oh, don't share your story because you're creating drama, but sit in silence and slowly torture yourself and die on the inside. That's okay. Yeah. And I think there's (laughs) also a way in which to share our story, but this person wanted me to share it in a way where it was like, you know, this happened and I noticed myself choosing to accept the behavior. And then, you know, I noticed myself wanting to blame him, but just like taking you know, a hundred percent responsibility for every action. And I think that there's a place for like understanding our part and understanding, you know, what were the, um, what were the ways in which we were manipulated, but it doesn't change the fact 
that we were in an abusive situation, receiving abuse, being manipulated and so forth. And I think, you know, I just realized that like women, we take on so much of the responsibility and we blame ourselves and we're so embarrassed. And that's why we don't talk about it, mm-hmm. um, that men have to take or, you know, or the abuser has to take some of the responsibility too. Um, but I was, yeah, I was a bit afraid about how it was going to be perceived. I'm like, do I want this to be the, the main thing that I'm known for? Because, you know, you don't want to appear like a victim or a weak person. Mm-hmm. Um, and I even feared like, would this make me unattractive to future people that I might like to date or, you know, whatever. so there was, there was like fear for sure. But ultimately I was like, you know, what? it's just, it's more important for me to do it. And I, I don't have those fears anymore now that I have shared the story and I've received so much support and I feel like I'm really stepping into my own power. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I'm proud of how I'm on the other side of it and using my story to help people. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there was a lot of fear that came up. That took a lot of courage. That takes a lot of courage. Um, I remember feeling the same way when I came out about being in rehab and I was like, great, is everyone just going to look at me as the recovering addict and alcoholic? Or people are going to expect me now to be like a sponsor, you know what I mean? Or and I, <laughs> even I started to think like, oh, am I supposed to be helping people get sober now? Like I was having, a, I was having an, an identity crisis. Right. You know right. what I mean? But so, um, I want to, I just want to commend you and acknowledge you for sharing that because I know, I know I remember reading that and I'm like, oh my God, like I felt ripped apart when I read that in the best way possible. I felt so seen. I felt so seen in that article. Like, oh my God, she like, get, like you were speaking to me. You were literally writing out what happened in my life in some version. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's true. And I, and I know that a lot of what um, gets in the way of people really being seen. And here's the interesting thing, right? We mm-hmm. have both such a deep, a deep rooted fear and desire of being seen. Isn't that funny how that works? Like we, we, as as I'm going to speak, especially to women in business and men in business also, I think, but just people and human beings. And especially if you're an entrepreneur, you have to find a way to market yourself, right? Because if no one knows you exist, you're not in business, right? Like, how are you, how are you going to run a business? And so I, I I have this somewhere on my website. I I wrote like, we have a, we have a deep rooted um, fear and desire of being seen. And so how have you, because I know that you do identify as an introvert, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, Yes. Um, You as an introvert, how have you overcome your own fears of visibility? Yeah. I mean, I want to share a personal story about my, um, the first time I actually did an interview very much like this, because we're recording this, you know, on, on video. Um, but I had a client of mine who was, you know, and I just started my business. She was a big fan and she's like, I'd love to invite you onto an interview and share, you know, your amazing message and work with my audience. And I remember being so nervous because I kind of felt like, well, I'm more of a behind the scenes person. Um, I'm not really, you know, the person that's supposed to be kind of front facing, But then I thought, you know, I help all my clients get published and I know what it can do for someone's business. And so I, you know, accepted the interview opportunity. And I remember recording the interview being really nervous because I wasn't used to kind of being in the hot seat. And afterwards, I watched the recording with my interns at the time. I remember noticing that I was speaking so quickly and my eyes were darting. I wasn't maintaining good eye contact. And my interns were counting the number of filler words. And um, they had counted up to like 137 filler words. You know, you knows, ums, ahs. And I was like, you can just stop counting. Like I'm kind of like covering my hands or my face with my hands. Like I'm watching a horror movie. This is <laughs> a disaster, a train wreck. And I can't have anyone see this. Um, and then one of my interns said, you know what? 
I don't think it's as bad as you think. I, I think mm. that you shared some really great advice with people. And I was so stunned. I thought, what if that was actually true? Um, and so hesitantly, I actually, I released the interview to my small email list of like 200 people and kind of stepped away for a few hours. And then I, I went back to my computer and I got all these great responses. People saying, I loved your interview. Thank you. You know, and they were so excited to see me on video. And someone had said like, oh, you've really got like a way with your words. And I was like, oh my gosh, like not expecting all these compliments. And so I kind of took four big lessons around, um, you know, visibility that I want to share with your listeners. And number one is that we are our own worst critic. Um, and connected to that idea is we're usually doing better than we think. And so oftentimes we'll analyze our performance. Oh, you know, I was talking too fast or I'm not good enough in this way or that way. Um, but other people are usually not nearly as harsh as we are with ourselves. Um, number two is this idea that, you know, we compare ourselves to other people, right? So maybe we think about our favorite speaker, thought leader, expert, entrepreneur, maybe we see them like gracing the TED talk stage or just seeing so, seeing so comfortable on camera or so eloquent. And I, we forget that, you know, where we are in our publicity journey right now, maybe we're like in the first year in and we're comparing ourselves to someone else that is five years in 10 years in, maybe even 20 plus years in and then that connects to idea number three which is the only way to get better to bridge that gap is to take imperfect action you have to accept that you're going to not be as good on day one um, that you will be you know on year five or year two and the people that we look up to they've invested in themselves they've hired coaches they've perfected their craft they've gotten support they've gone through the reps um, so, you know, if we want to be like that, we need to do the same thing. And last but not least, this is what really helps me whenever I feel nervous, like getting on stage, um, cause I can still feel nervous sometimes doing that is that I have to remember that it's not about me. It's about the people I'm here to help. Right. So if I'm going on stage or I'm being visible in some way, I'm not doing it because I'm like, Hey, everyone, look at me, look at how great I'm at. I'm doing it because I have a story a message, an idea, a product or service. And I want to get that in front of people because I want to help them and I want to change their lives. And so whether I looked cool or not has nothing to do with it. And so that just helps me take the pressure off. I just ask myself, you know, did I show up, you know, fully present? Did I give generously? Did I add value? And the answer is yes, but I did a great job. And so for people feeling scared, these are some, you know, lessons or reminders they can tell themselves. Um, and also another big thing is I found that, you know, what was once our biggest fear can eventually become second nature if we start doing it more. And so I used to be mm. terrified turning the video camera on for anything. Uh, I didn't like being seen. I was so self-critical. But as you start doing things, you know, you take baby steps and you, you, you start being consistent, then the fear goes away and instead you feel completely empowered and liberated. I loved all these points and I'm, I, I do want to just repeat them back, but, but I, I, I want to spend a little bit time on the last thing that you said. So number one, we are, we are our own worst critic. It's so true. Um, because honestly, my dad always used to say like, everyone's, so concerned about themselves, no one gives a shit. Like no one is thinking picking you apart because they are uh -huh. so concerned with themselves. It's so true. Yeah. Um, and and also the comparing ourselves to other people. Like I think a better use of our time and energy is to compare ourselves to yesterday. 
to, mm-hmm. to, like to that, that version of ourselves yesterday. Like it's literally the biggest waste of time to waste, to, to compare yourself to other people because you are not them and they are not you, right? Compare <laughs> yourself to yourself and then take, taking imperfect action. Um, I've been thinking about this a lot and I've just been hearing it a lot too, just out in the ether. It's like, if you're waiting to take action, you know, when you're ready or unafraid, you will never take action because we, I mean, the the whole point of our ego is to keep us safe and comfortable. So like, we're not going to one day be ready to be visible. Like it is scary to do that. Like hands down, it is terrifying to put ourselves out there. But, you know, like you said, if you're, if you're consistent with it and you continue to do it, yes, it, it will become second nature. The thing that I really want to talk about, and I say this even to my clients as well, it's just like, it's not about you. And yeah. I know it can feel so about you because it's like, it's you, but I, I mean, everything that you're saying just really points to having that, you know, servant leadership heart, just service mindset. Like if it's not about you and it's just about everyone else, then who cares if you have the filler words, who cares if you stumble? Like I actually stumbled right at the beginning of this interview. Oh, I think I it was, noticed. <laughs> well, I noticed it because like, I can, I can, you know, because it's been a little rough the past week with just like a few things going on weather wise here in Austin, Texas, and like, just kind of going through all that. And I just, I felt myself just like a little anxious and I'm usually really chill on interviews. And I noticed myself like hiccuping almost. I'm like, Oh shoot. I wonder if Selena, I, like I literally had this thought. And then it's just like, you know what? We're going to get into a good interview. It's great. It's a great conversation. Like it's for my people, for my audience. And so one thing that I want to add, and I don't know if you have found this for yourself, Celina, like when we really, you know, have that gratitude and we focus on our audience and focus on like what we want to teach, something happens to our nervous system. It just gets calmer. Do you have you ever found that? Oh yeah. A hundred percent because you're not thinking about yourself. And when you're thinking about yourself, you're not in the present, right? Mm -hmm. You're like in your head versus connecting with other people. Hey there, this is Vasavi and my membership community, Mind Your Own Business is the official sponsor of the Being Human with Vasavi podcast. Have you been looking for a community of people who get you, who think like you, and who are determined to becoming the person they were born to be? I'm talking no fluff, direct, real, and a raw community of people who are open-minded and willing to be honest with themselves and be the ultimate creators of their own life. Then I'm inviting you to join my subscription-based membership community, Mind Your Own Business, a community of people who you can turn to, to seek insight from, and give back to. And I'll be there by your side, leading bi-weekly, monthly membership calls that'll get you inspired, motivated, and on fire to go after anything you want. Join today by heading over to VasaviKumar.com. So what are just some of the biggest mistakes that you see entrepreneurs making when it comes to putting themselves out there specifically with publicity? And what do you think that they should be doing differently? Yeah. I mean, we'll start with like the number one mistake, which is that they're not putting themselves out there. So, you know, a lot of times, right. They look at other people like, oh my gosh, how does she get all these opportunities? But I'm not, well, have you been showing up? Have you been pitching yourself? Have you been getting support to learn how to do these things? So that's number one, they're not putting themselves out there because of mindset, which we've already discussed. So we've given people some tools there. Um, but I think another really big thing is they don't know where to be featured and maybe, 
you know, they're like, oh, oh, I want to be, you know, in Oprah magazine or I want this or I want that. And they put a lot of pressure on themselves feeling like on day one, they need to be ready for the biggest opportunity. And I think it's really essential to start small and build up because as we were talking about the way you are on day one, your very first podcast interview is not going to be as good as your 20th podcast interview. Mm -hmm. You know, everything gets better and better over time. Mm -hmm. And so, um, I think a mistake is just feeling like the opportunities they want are so out of reach when really the opportunities they want are going to be, you know, at least big, when they start off are going to be things that are more accessible, low hanging fruit. Maybe they have a friend that has a podcast, but they've been too afraid to ask the friend because they don't want to like make the friend feel like they're using them in some way. Um, or maybe, you know, there is a colleague of theirs that has been, has a column online and could, you know, give them some pointers or give them contact information so they could pitch themselves. Um, I also, when I think about publicity, I don't just think about traditional media like magazines and TV. I think about the new media, the new opportunities with experts and influencers and other entrepreneurs, because a lot of these people do have different platforms, whether it's a podcast, which is you know definitely a form of media, or maybe there are virtual speaking opportunities within mm. groups. Maybe there is a newsletter. There's different kinds of ways where you can get publicity and be seen. It's just publicity is really all about amplifying your message um, and getting it in front of more people through like a third party, through the media, through an influencer that has a platform and people that know, like, and trust them. Um, and so just even some quick tips on how to get, like, how to know, like, well, where should I be seen? One of my favorite tips is the follow the leader technique. So mm. you would ask someone, you know, when it comes to an insert your expert topic, like when it comes to finding love, like what are your favorite? Well, you could ask them, well, this is also surveying your audience. So you could ask them, what are your, um, you know, favorite, you know, uh, ways to, 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 to get advice on this, like, and then put in brackets, like, you know, EX, like websites, blogs, and, you know, and which experts do you follow? So people are going to say, okay, I, you know, listen to this podcast. I read this blog. I'm on this newsletter. So you're going to get like a list of places right then and there. And then when they tell you which experts they follow, now this is gold because you can simply put one of these experts names into Google. So if someone did something similar to me, like maybe they're in the area of visibility, they help people with public speaking, let's say they just type in the word selena sue podcast and right away the podcast i've appeared on will pop up like immediately you'll see like let's say 10 different podcasts and, and there's more if you dig deeper right so write those down and you do that with like five different experts um, who are at the top of their industry and then you have a media list right there because if the top people are going to these platforms um, and they're being accepted to speak on these expert topics and these are going to be great places for you to consider so oftentimes like people are pitching places that are not really going to further their business um, or places that are interested in featuring those kinds of experts Listen, that alone is enough for a mic drop. Can I just tell you, like you've simplified. I, I mean, I've been doing that for, I've been doing this for years. Like it's exactly. So th this is what I say. I go, listen, instead of comparing yourself to that Instagram account, take that person's name, look like put, pop them in Google, top it, you know, put in their name plus blog, put in their name plus podcast, look at where they've been featured. What a better use of your time. Right. right. Instead of comparing, yeah. look to see where they've been featured. It's just, it's, I love that you call it follow the leader though. And I think, yeah, yeah it's just, I love how you've taken, I think what is a uh, plague in our industry, which is 
like huge comparison. And you've like, listen, no need to compare. Just follow what they're doing. It doesn't mean you try to become like them. No, you look to see, it's just studying successful people, studying what other people are doing, not having to, you don't have to reinvent the wheel, but you got to start turning the wheel of some sort. You know what I mean? And put your own um, thumbprint to it. Just to add to what you're saying, Vasavi, I mean, I know that, you know, oftentimes we'll compare ourselves to people on Instagram because it's like, you know, people's metrics are very public. They have X number of followers and feeling Mm -hmm. like I don't really have, you know, an audience or I just feel like I'm falling behind. But the thing is, I mean, we all know it's about depth, right? It's not Mm -hmm. just about like superficial connections. And what I like about publicity is not only does it build your credibility, but it's a way to connect more deeply with someone, you know, you can write articles like the ones that I've written that where you share your story and you help people mm-hmm. in a very deep, powerful and transformative way. You can have these podcast conversations that are 30 minutes or maybe an hour long and someone feels like they really know your heart and they mm-hmm. understand your expertise and they feel inspired to work with you. The people that choose to join your list from that, from publicity and follow you, these are people that are way more likely to sign up for what you're doing than someone that's coming in through, you know, a Facebook ad or something else. And I'm not, I mean, I'm a big fan of paid advertising, but um, there is something about the depth of the relationship when someone has that deeper experience. And I think that's what we all want to create. And the exciting thing about publicity is, you know, once you learn how to do it, you know, let's say you get three press hits, like you can use those media logos for the lifetime of your business, saying you've been featured here and there and it's just like the credibility is so powerful, but to try to compete with someone and get to, you know, 20,000, 50,000, a hundred thousand followers, that's a lot, that's a lot more time. And you may or may not be, you know, built. I mean, it depends on how you do it, but I just think that that publicity can be a shortcut to really being seen as that industry leader. So I just want everyone listening. I mean, just these tips alone are, I, I mean, not only the mindset tips that you gave, but all, I mean, Honestly, even the follow the leader, it's like, it's so simple. It is so simple, y'all. Like literally whatever industry you're in, it does not matter. Like, you know, um, whether you're a coach, you're a therapist, you're a graphic designer, literally any industry. If you're like, why am I not getting more business? Why am I not doing it? It's because you're not putting yourself out there. Plain plain and simple, right? Like the first thing you're like, how come, you know, this person's out there and just like, oh, well, you're not putting yourself out there. So please like, just if you could do anything, start with following the leader. And we have something even more special for you. Um, let us know about this video training that you got. Oh, I, yeah. I, I, I'm so excited yeah. about this. Yeah, they're yes. gonna- So basically one time a year, I release my Impacting Millions publicity video series. So there are three simple videos that show you how to start getting big publicity for your business, right? Mm -hmm. And um, with each video, there is a PDF download with it. So video number one, you get a list of 200 media outlets to get your wheels turning on some of the amazing places where you might like to get featured. Um, With the second video, we have a 12-month publicity calendar download. So it's 40 plus pages of story ideas and dates and special hooks and ways that you can get into the media. And then the third download is my seven-step action plan to getting publicity because it's not enough to just you know, record an interview or offer a quote, you need to understand how it fits into your business and how to leverage it and how to promote it so that it actually ends up bringing new clients into your business. Um, So they get all of that, like 100% for free um, when they sign up for this series and they can go to vasavikumar.com slash Selena, S-E-L-E-N-A to get that. And what I'm doing, which I think, I don't know, it's so fun because I'm all about like fun and vacations. But when you, um, you know, enter to, to get the video 
series. Um, when you complete the video series, just answer a few simple questions and you'll have a chance to win an all expenses paid trip to Puerto Rico. <laughs> to hang out with me and come to one of my fun influencer dinners, influencer dinner parties. So there's like no reason not to go to vasavikumar.com slash now to learn about the video series. Honestly, Selena, like every time I hear you speak and, and, and anytime I've seen your stuff and I've actually gone through your videos before I've seen them, I'm like, you give so much value. Like I, I, I just need to say this, like I, I just want to say what's on my heart right now. Like you give oh. so much. So it's like, you know, just imagine, you know, how, how it is for people. And I'm talking to all of you listening right now. Think about how much knowledge you have inside of you. Think about how mm -hmm. much wisdom and experience you have inside of you that like someone on the other side is just like needing to hear, right? Someone needs to hear what it is that you have to share, but you have to put yourself out there. And like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to bring this back to you, Selena, because like, I think about all your years of experience and how many people you've helped throughout the years. And like, you've now taken all of that. And now you're helping others through this free video training series with, oh my God, 200 media outlets, a 12 month publicity calendar and a clear action plan on how to get more media. Like it just, I'm just like, oh my God, I need to like rewatch your video series again. Like it's so good. And, and, and you know what I love is that, um, it can help anyone at any stage of their business. Oh, right? absolutely. Yeah. 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 And with publicity, like this applies to everyone. There could be people that have very, you know, successful advanced businesses, but yet they know that they're not getting themselves out there and they're being passed over for opportunities to people who are just getting started. And they're like, I want to start my business with a bag. Right. Mm -hmm. And you don't need to have years of experience to get publicity because we enter our line of work because we have a personal passion for it, because we're helping people solve problems, whether they are paid clients or pro bono clients. Right. But we all have our personal story and we all have have, you know, advice that we share, right? So everyone has something to say that they can share in the media. Absolutely. And, and I'm really happy that you hit on that point, because that is what most people say. They're like, who am I? I'm a nobody. I mean, like the things that we say to ourselves about ourselves is just absolutely atrocious. So let's just stop all of that negative self-talk. But I love that you just said that, like, it doesn't matter how, new you are in your business because the fact is you are solving a pain point for somebody you are you are you are you are solving a problem for them and you have a passion and a story to back that right and that's exactly what you're going to be helping with in this um video training series and just y'all just go ahead and follow selena how can they happen how, how can people get in touch with you selena yeah, well, they should follow me on Instagram, um, Selena, S-E-L-A underscore Sue, S-O-O. -O, that's the best way to keep in touch. Um, there's also my website, selenasue.com. Um, but if they haven't already, if you haven't like scribbled this down or you haven't gone to your yes. computer or phone to type it in, the number one thing would be is to go to vasavikumar.com slash Selena to get the video series. And then I can keep you updated on all the, the cool things that we're doing throughout the year. Any last words that you want to say to my audience right now who, you know, you've definitely probably hit a few nerves for them in the best way possible, because I truly believe yeah. we, we need to be triggered into action, right? Like something has to change for, for us to really yeah. want to change. So what, what do you, what do you want to say to my, 
my listeners? Absolutely. I think a lot of times when people think of publicity, they think I'm not ready for it. It's not for me. It's for like the big internet superstars or the best-selling authors. Um, and also even feeling like if I'm trying to get publicity, is that about me being boastful? Mm. And I would say that the people that I work with, they want publicity because they want to create greater impact. And that's why I created you know, my publicity program and all of my publicity materials. Um, when I think about you, know, you choosing to get publicity, this is actually about something much bigger than being in an article or a podcast interview. This is about you stepping into your full potential. This is about you owning your expertise and deciding, I'm going to put myself out there so I can help and impact and transform our lives. I want to see what's possible for me and the transformation I can change in the world. So really pursuing publicity is an act of service, right? And part of, Mm. you know, our personal evolution and growth as we step up as leaders in the world. So that's really how I think about it. And I'm the kind of person where like, I never want to feel like I didn't give something my all, but I never knew, never knew what was possible. And I think that for all of us, we have something so special to share. If we feel called to share it, there is a reason. It's because there's people out there waiting. So I think a powerful next step is definitely to check out the video series at vasavikumar.com slash Selena. Make sure to get it. Also, um, you want to get it as soon as possible because the, um, you know, the the giveaway is just like one time a year. And I'm basically saying, hey, I'm like giving away a free trip to Puerto Rico. <laughs> so that should, you yes. know, have to going off to the Please. races being like, yes, I want to learn more about that. Um, but yeah, I'm really excited to check it out. I've put a lot into it. I think people are always blown away by um, how, you know, I, me and my team, we over deliver big time and it's a hundred percent for free. Thank you so much, Selena, for being here. I could just like stare into your eyes. I mean, obviously we're on video <laughs> and y'all are just hearing that. I'm just like, I'm just like enchanted by you right now. Thank you so much. And for, and, and for those of you, once again, it'll also be in the show notes um, for the free video training. Please go to VasviKumar.com forward slash Selena, like watch the videos, get the downloads, take the, all the notes. And like you said, Selena, so beautifully, I mean, you have to decide. You have to decide to put yourself all there. All it takes is one decision, really. So thank you so much for being here on the Being Human with Vasavi podcast. Thank you so much for listening to the Being Human with Vasavi podcast. For even more inspiration and motivation to be the person you were born to be, grab my free guide on the 10 must-have habits of ultra-confident women over at vasavikumar.com forward slash guide. If you got some golden nuggets from today's episode, which I have no doubt you did, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast and leave a heartfelt review. And remember, when you know yourself, you can be, do, and have anything you want. If you love today's episode, then say it out loud. Subscribe, leave a review, and come say hi over on Instagram at my name is Vasavi. Until next time, say it out loud.